It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. Whether you like fresh-faced, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Things have been difficult for many of us. But with Cerebral, high-quality mental health care is accessible and affordable. Cerebral provides therapy, counseling, coaching, and medication management all online, so you can get mental health care from the comfort of your own home. For listeners of this program, you can receive 65% off your first month at Cerebral.com wellness. Again, that's Cerebral.com wellness for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral's mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and this is a new episode. If you are listening in the future, you won't have minded, but if you're up to date, there was a bit of a month break. I did an episode the day after my mom passed, a week after my mom passed. This will now be a month after my mom passed, and you bet your bottom dollar I will do a year after my mom passed. That being said, the weeks in between, I had to figure it out because I did not want to consistently come on here and talk about my mom. It... It is just not the direction I necessarily want to take this podcast. I pride myself on the honesty and sincerity that comes through these episodes, but there is a bit of, it's not a matter of me feeling like I'm I'm bothering you or annoying you with the same topic. It's just for my own sake. I, I don't want to continue to give like a play-by-play on updating you on how I'm grieving with my mom's death. I know there's a group of you that are like, that's fine. I don't care if you want to come on here for 45 minutes and cry to us, do it. But I don't want to do that. I know I can and I like to know that there are those of you who are allowing me to have that privilege. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to talk about other things and I will, but it's inevitable. My mom is going to make her way into 
tons of episodes in the future because she was a huge part of my life while she was living and her memory will stay that way. It's ooh, hard to think about, um, but it, I also think about it a lot. I know exactly where I left off in the last episode. I remember that that weekend I had a trip planned to take a hike through Great Falls with a group of friends and I had I went out after that. I remember having one of my first fun weekends where I'd actually spent more of the time living than I did focusing on what I had lost because I got home on Monday. I don't think I was out the entire weekend, but I remember reflecting the following Monday and thinking to myself, wow, I just have fun. What the hell? I didn't think I could do that. That's crazy. And I continued having social events through the weekends and I've been in my parents' house, but I also just spent the past five days in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I also drove back up to New York for five days. I was there on 420. That was fun. Prospect Park. Beautiful. So beautiful. Everyone was in such a good mood. It was 70 degrees. People were smiling. There was some girl with a tambourine. She was blowing bubbles. I mean, she had to have been in her mid-20s. There was people playing live instruments, a live band that just showed up. I mean, no one was paying them. They just were in a good mood and were like, let's play. It was great. Uh, and I ran into some subscribers. That always brings me such joy. It's really cool. Did I tell you about Kava? I don't remember. So if I've already said this story, it's fine. It's short. I just feel like there's a lot of love surrounding me in my family, in my friend group. I definitely have a very strong support system and I don't take it for granted whatsoever, but it extends out to people that know me from the internet as well. My friend and I, I had stayed the night at her house and we were headed back to Warrington and we stopped at a Kava on the way and as I was checking out, the cashier is like, oh no, it's covered. And I, you know, didn't think my friend bought it, but I just was like, okay. And then one of the employees comes out. Her name tag said Susan, but she ended up commenting on a TikTok and her name was not Susan. So maybe she just had to wear a fake name tag. But she comes out and she's like, I got it. Like, I watch your videos. I, I love your stuff. I'm, I'm so sorry for the loss of your mother. Like, it was so beautiful because I'm living my life. And I know that I post on the internet. I know that that is a thing that I do and that's a huge element of my career and passion. Love that they overlap. But when it extends into my everyday personal life, it feels that much more real. Just to be at a restaurant, getting lunch, minding my own business, and having a stranger come out of the woodworks to apologize for the loss of my mother and send their condolences and get me lunch. I had... Four of my friends from New York come and stay with me in, in Virginia. That was really fun. And I was at a winery and same thing. One of the girls working there knew me and gave me a glass of wine. And I'm not obviously doing this for the freebies, but it's this, it's this friendship. It's this connection that extends from the internet into the real world. And it's, it's been so beautiful. So feeling the love from you on the internet and then getting to receive the love in person magical experience, truly a magical experience. It seems like I can't sit still anywhere for more than five days. I've been bobbing in between Virginia, and then I went to New York, and then I came back to Virginia, and then I went to Mechanicsburg, and then I'm back in Virginia, and I'm going to Bethany Beach this weekend, and then I'm coming back, and then I'm going to go back to New York, and I'm going to try to stay there for a moment. <laughs> I think I want to go back to my apartment. I've always 
been a person that was able to make a home very quickly anywhere that I was. I don't know if that's some strange survival tactic or just a happy accident quality that I can be comfortable in most environments. However, I do have a lease with my name on it and I am not there. And I think if I really look down on it, the reason that I'm not there is because my mom, I, I wouldn't see her there on a regular basis, whereas I would see my mom in her house on a regular basis. Like, I think that I want to be in my parents' home because it's a constant reminder of my mother and I really want to feel all the feelings. And I have a hunch if I'm back in New York, I will be able to avoid those feelings and I'm not interested in avoiding this grief at all. Because if I don't acknowledge it, I won't process it. And if I don't process it, I'm going to hold it inside of me until I do. So I may as well begin the process now. And I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, the the black dog versus the black cloud. You know, the black cloud of grief can be covering you and it's it's on top of you all the time. Whereas if it's the black dog, eventually you can get it to move from the cloud above you that's surrounding you into something that you're walking, walking beside. It's not taking over you. You can see around it, but it's with you. And definitely a piece of my heart's broken. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but I want to get to the point where I carry it with me and it's not inside of me all the time. It's been a month and I've had breaks, which is beautiful. It is, it's really beautiful. <sighs> but when it comes and I have my moment, they're hard. I posted a vlog yesterday of my friends coming to Virginia, which was so much fun. <laughs> One of my friends, Emily, she wants to come back. Actually, John does too. Who knows? Maybe I can convince Tyra to come back too. So the first three-fourths of the vlog is just smiley and giggly and super not like surface level but just lighthearted, and then I mean it was su surface level but not intentionally just that was the mood as soon as they leave the next clip is me in my bed sobbing <laughs> but that's life man that's how it goes it's already May that's hard to believe this year you're gonna think this is wild maybe you won't maybe you'll understand it the year itself has not been that bad and I hear a bunch of you in the background being like, what? Your mom literally died. What the fuck? Uh, no, but the year itself hasn't been bad. I don't know if I'm going to look back on 2021 as the worst year ever. And I hear you. I hear, you know, that that's the year your mom died. However, my mom's death, losing a parent, not having one of the two people... <laughs> that made me on earth anymore, that surpasses 2021. That's going to be a tragedy forever. I mean, I'm never going to get her back. So it's not exclusive to 2021. I'm going to probably have moments in the future. I'm sure when I have a baby, that's going to be hard. I'm going to have moments where I'm like, where is my mother? Who can give me advice on how to do this because I think new moms often call their moms to get advice and I won't have that. I will say so many middle-aged women have stepped up to the plate. It's, <laughs> you know, I feel like, not like a roster of guys, but just, you know, people have the guys they talk to. I have a roster of middle-aged women. 
you know, they're just hitting me up, asking me to come over for coffee, to come swim at their pool, to get lunch, to go on a bike ride, (laughs) and I'm just, you know, going through the middle-aged women who want to be a surrogate mother to me as a 25-year-old, but it's still, I feel like 25 is way too young. I was not prepared to lose my mother at 25, even if 25 is a full-blown young adult, it doesn't matter. I get really mad at the fact that my dad still has his mom and I don't. It it makes me crazy and I'm so glad that I will be with friends on Mother's Day. I've already decided I'm going to avoid social media like the plague. I also have that necklace that I made with Anna Luisa. It's this woman's body she was so proud of it and in the campaign, I, I don't think it's fine that I'm saying this, I don't think I'm giving away any hidden information, but contractually we wanted to overlap the release of the necklace because it is limited edition either over christmas or over mother's day we weren't going to make christmas so we chose mother's day however they're allowing me to opt out of promoting anything for mother's day because of obvious reasons she loved it so much and i'm really glad she got to see it it's a project that i'm really proud of i think it turned out perfectly it's one of the few things not few things one of the first things that is a bit of a career milestone for me i really want to hit 500,000 subscribers on YouTube, that will be another milestone. I'm at 400,000, the beginning of the 400,000s. I don't think I've even hit 410,000 yet, but I want to hit half a million. And we hit half a million streams on this podcast, which is awesome. I want to hit a million now. Half a million's great. I can't believe that because this started in November. Oh, actually, it's May now. God, that's, um, is that six months? Yeah, six months oh this feels way too new but i did take a month off regardless i feel good i generally feel good no i don't i don't know i think it feels good to feel bad i think it feels good to feel your emotions sincerely i'm a huge proponent of allowing yourself to be the way that it needs to be I'm fortunate though, I haven't had to suck it up and pretend to be okay in any scenario. I don't have a super high profile job that requires me to hold it together. I'm just trying to imagine if I were a SWAT team member or uh, what's another high profile job? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Uh, This is hard. This is hard. I hate this. One month reflection after my mom passed. I don't know. Time is so strange. I don't know if I'm hyper-focused on every moment that passes or if this is all going to be a blur and I'm not going to remember this chunk of my life. I can't figure out how it's going to be. It's a hard thing to predict because I, I, like I'm saying, I can't tell if I'm working on autopilot or if I'm hyper focused to every single moment that passes me and time is already a fuzzy concept I think it's a beautiful thing in a strange way to have a horrible concept of time it's a really rude and disrespectful and selfish thing but I mean yeah time's not real anyway but we do decide in society we've we've made agreements for what time is and that's for mutual understanding And if you go against that, it's going to seem disrespectful. If you say that you are going to give someone something in an hour, or if you're going to meet them in 10 minutes, and you don't. But I'm I'm just 
thinking of this past month, this past week, today, and everything feels so long. All the days feel so long unless I'm with someone. I hate being alone right now and that's one of my least favorite parts of this process because I've been so independent for so much of my life and I've loved my alone time. I like being in control of the energy. I like getting to move at the pace that I want to move at, the noise level I want to have, the the places that I want to go. I like getting food by myself. I like going to the park by myself. I like going on runs by myself. I like working by myself. Now, no, none of them. I don't like any of that. It's horrible. And I hate that I don't because I don't want to lean. I don't know how I feel about leaning on people. I don't really know how to balance a healthy way of, of, (laughs) of, uh, maybe I do. Maybe I'm looking into this too deeply. I don't like requiring another person to be in the room for me to be stable, but that's how it feels right now, and I just don't know how long that's going to last, and whenever I'm with friends, that's really great. I just hate, and I, I no one feels this way that I know of, but I don't want anyone to ever feel that I'm just using them as a placeholder, but that's sort of what friends are doing right now. Like They know that I need a support system, and that's why they're here. They were friends with me before. I was friends with them before. If they just need to be in the room to make sure that I'm okay, then they're happy to do that. Oh, I love my friends so much. Shout out to all of my friends who text me every single day, just giving me a quick little, how are you doing? Even if I don't answer, I would love to make either a YouTube video or a podcast episode on how to be a friend to someone who's going through a loss or grieving And my number one tip, check up on them often. Require no response when you say, hey, are you doing okay? If you don't hear from them for a day, if you don't ever hear from them, that's fine. Send one the next day. Send one two days later. You want to be consistent. It helps and it means so much to me. I have definitely friends where I will go to text with them and they're all just blue messages. There's nothing from my end. Because I don't, I, can't, I don't have anything to say, but I just like knowing that I'm on their mind and that if they did, if I did ever need anything from them, that they would be willing to do it. Because it's not this, it's not the same as when someone is healthy and stable. Oh, this is so different. I'm, this is such a different, strange thing because... I'm thinking about other times that friends would need to check up on you and mental mental illness love uh, is another one. But God, I am so glad that I'm not mentally ill right now on top of all this. That would make everything so much worse. There's no bright side to this, but at least I was in a mentally stable part of my life when this happened. Because if I wasn't, who knows what I could be doing? Because I'm already kind of I'm not reckless right now but I'm not opposed to it I feel pretty apathetic towards anything that could cause me harm like I slipped in the woods the other day and it felt really good (laughs) I had this giant cut on my leg and I liked how it felt and I understand that that's because I've been feeling so much inside and it almost like gave me pain on the outside and that's not 
normal for me. I don't normally feel that way. I hope that wasn't triggering to anyone. I'm not saying harm yourself. I'm just saying that I experienced harm and I understood how that process begins. Um, haven't harmed myself on purpose at all. This is a horrible conversation to start. I'm going to stop it right here. What else has been going on in my life? That's a question that I don't even know how to give an answer to because it's just dealing with the loss of my mom, dealing with my dad being a single parent now, only having one parent, and he's so confused. He's trying his best, and I hate any time I've ever snapped at him. I've snapped at him a few times just because he's not being good enough for what I need. He's not giving me enough love and affection and attention for what I need, but he's trying his best, so how can I be mad at someone who's trying their absolute best? I can't, so I need to well, I don't need to apologize because I already have, but it's been something to think about and I just know that I've been more on edge slash needing way more affection than normal. I hate that, I, I, but it's kind of nice. All right, everyone, it is officially one month later. It is now June 6th and ironically, the last part of the episode that you listened to was on May 6th. I actually had recorded an hour and 11 minutes worth of footage I mean worth of audio recording and I don't know what happened to the other 50 minutes of it but we only got 20 minutes and the show must go on and I fortunately am able to go back into my Instagram and see the post that I put on my story on May 6th asking for your questions so we're gonna go through some may be related to my mom some may be just random either way let's do it again because I could not tell you the questions that I answered a month ago so it's going to be all fresh in my head. I also have a Q&A that I recorded this week for my YouTube channel. So if you want to hear additional answers of my preferences and little pieces of advice and such, look out for that. My YouTube channel is Lexi Lombard. It's my last name. Only on here do you know my first name. But let's get started. This question comes from Julie underscore Epsch. She asked, dream job if it wasn't this. No, I'm very lucky. I love what I do. If there was another job that wasn't in the entrepreneur line of work, I'd want to do something outside. I think my second route towards mental stability, if not being my own boss, would be something where I'm on my feet and outdoors. I don't have specifics of what that is, but that's where my head goes. Next question is from Melody Ladine. She asked, do you like Insta Reels? I do. I find myself watching them, but I've never once felt inspired to make one. I know that it's a great algorithm boosting post to make for your feed if you're looking to grow. It's really helpful, but I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't gotten hip to it yet. Marina's Choice asks, what are you currently reading? I just finished The Divining Decade, which if you're a 20-something and you want to reconsider or do a deep dive into what it is that you're doing with your love life, what it is that you're doing with your career, your mind and your body and the way that it works, I definitely recommend checking out that book. In some ways, it gave me clarity on doing the right thing. It seems like I'm on the right path. However, it did give some insight into things that I don't spend too much time thinking about. And then I currently just picked up The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and that's a fictional story about a famous Hollywood actress and socialite and doing a tell-all book. 
so I'm only about 35 pages through that one just began it really have only read it a couple nights now so don't have much to say on that yet Wobes asks how to overcome body image issues there's this idea that I've somehow finally grasped onto of just like whatever okay you know when I was 21 and I'd look in the mirror I would find the thing I didn't like and fixate on it and I would let it ruin and ruin my day or distract me from my other thoughts and then over time I've eventually just become more apathetic to that insecurity and almost just had to overcome and get over myself and realize that I only have so much energy in a day and I really don't want to waste it thinking like, oh, my stomach's a little too fat. Like, I'm a little too fat for what? To go outside, to like hang out with your friends. You're a little too fat to swim in the ocean. I know that it's bikini season or bathing suit season and a few of us are thinking like, I don't know, this is exactly how I imagined myself looking, but okay, so what? Maybe you'll look different next summer. Maybe you won't. As long as you're taking steps to take care of yourself, you're treating yourself well, you're, you're moving, you're eating, you're drinking water, staying hydrated, I think it's, it's definitely worth putting your insecurities aside just to enjoy yourself. You deserve that. It's summer. It's summer after, you know, a lot of restrictions have been lifted from the pandemic, and I think it's worth not letting our insecurities ruin our time. Hannah Gardner asked favorite books. My go-to answers for this is always Secret Life of Bees. Tuesdays with Maury is another good one. They're just sweet, you know? They they end in a sweet way. Real Don Damar's Girl asked, what is bringing you joy in these hard times? My friends, I was thinking about this the other night, just that it's been two months now since my mother passed and I have actively gone and done so much. I've really made it a priority to not isolate myself. If I need a moment alone, I'll take it. I was describing earlier on in the episode my frustration with the lack of alone time I'm desiring, but I I have to understand that this is going to be temporary and I need to give myself grace at the moment. But my friends are really bringing me joy in these hard times. Um, Exercise is bringing me joy in these hard times. Drinking water taking a moment to breathe and sip some water has really been bringing me joy. Uh, Getting dressed, putting on a full fit, that's been bringing me joy. Curling my hair, I don't know. Some things are go deeper than others and some are just pretty pretty slash really shallow, but temporarily working. Next question. Oh, interesting. This is only going to be something that a specific group of you will even know what she's talking about but Taragal asks what's on your house key what's your keychain it's a giant laundry pin i found it at an at an antique store in the east village strange but it works really well also she asks what do you classify as chuggy like me personally something that i do that's chuggy or just in general um I don't know. I don't care. Next question. Madeline underscore more asked, are you naturally blonde? Love the pot. Thank you. I'm not. This is all highlights. Athena and Tony asked, does the stigma around ADHD affect you? And tips. No, 
I'm on ADHD TikTok, so I'm constantly getting new information about it. I, for some insight, used to be on medication, was on it for, I don't even know, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 7 years, on and off a little bit after that. I'm not on any medication now. It's interesting how much I disregard it and I don't give any credit to it when I fall into stereotypical habits and behaviors of people who have ADHD just because for a while that was a little embarrassing I was like I get it like I'm a little forgetful like I'm a little distracted um I'm a bit of an airhead but in reality some of it I can contribute to you know just my natural personality but some of it can be contributed to ADHD does the stigma around it affect me no no definitely not however I've had to make active choices to oops I'm going to turn off my notifications if you heard that. However, I have had to make active strides in changing my habits to get better at falling into the bad patterns that can be led by ADHD. For example, I really need to make it a priority to exercise. That way, I release some energy and I'm not so restless. I also need to write out the basic points that I need to do during my day. I need to write out my day. Sometimes I need to pick out my outfit ahead of time the night before because I will waste so much time doing something that in reality should take a few moments you know less than a minute sometimes even I have to set timers for myself I have to do all these like little um I have to take little extra steps to make sure that I'm not wasting too much of my time yeah so it's, it's been a mild a mild hurdle so my tips are to find natural ways to get better at this and I've made huge progress in the past three years honestly I don't give myself enough credit for it my whole work ethic has changed massively since I was 22 and I'm just saying like yes it affects me but not in a huge way Portia Legs asked recent obsession convertibles I've always liked them but for some reason I'm fixating on them right now every time I see one I get so much joy specifically older early 2000s BMW or Mercedes convertibles that are a little bit boxy even more specifically if they're white or black I love them other recent obsessions um, shoes I've really been liking shoes I have eight pairs of new shoes <laughs> yeah okay Rita Taverns Taveras asked why do you smoke weed? I smoke too and I'm always curious. I smoke weed <laughs> to be creative. I'm so embarrassed to say that. I, I do it to, you know, think a little differently. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so head-ass. I can't say these things. Uh, just to get a bit of a change in perspective. You know, the outdoors sometimes looks a little prettier if you're stoned. Uh, probably the more the stereotypical reasons. I always come up with fun new ideas. I always like the things that I come up with when I'm high. Not always, but a lot of the time. So that's personally why I smoke. Cybrick asks mental health tips. A bedtime, or at least a range, and then a wake-up time. A range that is comfortable and works for you. I think allocating yourself time for sleep to make sure you don't oversleep or undersleep is huge. And that will be game-changing and something that you can be comfortable with don't do the whole 
wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. if that's not going to work for you. If what works for you is waking up at 10.30 every day and you can make that work for your schedule, do it. Uh, another mental health tip is I have to write things out. A lot of times I will allow all of these thoughts to cloud up my brain and I will be overwhelmed by them, not realizing that there's only about three or four major themes that are stressing me out at the moment and seeing that on paper I can come up with a plan of action and that really helps lower my stress levels. Also, setting aside time in the day to go outside and get fresh air and move my body is huge. So those are some easy starter places that I would recommend. Someone, Phoebe Jens, asked, did you do any more research into chakras after your glowing stomach experience? Oh lord, oh lord. I'm on Do Not Disturb, and did you hear that notification? I don't know what's up with that. That's normal. Anyway, I'm laughing at the fact that I really told that to the internet, but like that's why this podcast is such a beautiful thing, because that was such a wild experience. For a bit of context, in one of my earlier episodes, I bring it up in my four-year-long grudge episode of how once I forgave someone, I had this giant yellow glow coming out of my core, I haven't done any more research into it, but one of the more wild spiritual experiences I've ever had in my life. This person also asked advice for asserting your dominance in the workplace. I struggle with this for sure uh, because I can be such a yes man or I can be such a someone who will accept less than what I really want, whether that be an amount of money or you know a particular deal because a lot of times I find myself if I want to do something a brand or the other person that I'm working with will say it's either this or nothing and I will rather do get like a, a portion of what I want than no deal at all and I'm still trying to learn how to negotiate and advocate for myself in that sense I'm really fortunate to have a team of three women who helped me with all of this. I love them and they're great. However, I want to be able to do this on my own. But another piece of advice, I'm pretty good about speaking my opinion or rather if I have an opinion, coming up with a solution. I think that's huge as opposed to just saying, oh, I don't like this. I don't think this is a good idea for the team. Coming up with a better option, I think if you have a solution, it's easier to assert your dominance. Bubby5 asks, when do you see yourself getting a dog? Late 20s. Late 20s. Maybe early 30s. Lex Shan asks, best places in Mechanicsburg? Oak Grove is adorable. It's a little market. I don't know. My cousin Morgan's house. That's my favorite place in Mechanicsburg. Melissa underscore Prenoza asked, how long are you staying in Virginia? So at this point, I was in Virginia until the third week of May. Yes, I, I or maybe the second week of May. And I've been in New York for a while. I actually just went back to Virginia Memorial Day weekend. Had a quick little five-day stay there, and I'm back in New York for... The foreseeable future, I was afraid to be in New York for a while. Virginia felt like a really safe place to me, but now that I've gotten back into my routine, I found myself this past week in Virginia a bit distracted and not able to focus the way that I can here, which is a positive thing because this is where I live. 
this is my home and I'm glad to know that I don't need to fear it and I'm feeling better here. That being said, I do love Virginia and it's a great, great place to spend the summer. So I'm going to be going back and forth. I'm foreseeing monthly visits. Haley K L B R asked favorite way to relax. Honestly, doing something social relaxes me. That's the extroverted side of me. Uh, but also going on a walk, phone far away, or reading a book is really, really, really relaxing. These are all pretty common solutions, but I don't know. I don't have anything revolutionary, you know, stretching. Oof. At the end of a workout, I'll spend an extra like 15 minutes stretching and it's so good. Uh, it really relaxes your body as it should. That's sort of the goal. Ikohara asked, how do you spice up life when you feel like everything is monotonous and mundane? You have to find something that excites you and a way to add it into your week. You need to have something that you look forward to. Either make a friend, I mean, make a plan with a friend that you've been wanting to hang out with. Maybe someone you've never met before. Go on a date. That'll really spice things up. Nothing nothing brings up my energy levels in the same way as going on a date. Uh, go on some sprints. Like, do a sign up for a workout class. I think the way to avoid the mundane is to add newness. It's pretty self-explanatory. However, a, a pleasant reminder nonetheless that if you're in a routine, break it. You need to find a way to break it. Take a different route home. Uh, you know, meet up with a friend after work if you normally go home or cook dinner if you normally eat out or eat out if you normally cook dinner. Paint something, like do a craft if it's been a while. Just add something that you haven't done in a while or never done before. There's a few good questions from the account Maya Naman. And the first one is, what's your favorite part about living in Brooklyn? My favorite part is that I somehow managed to get a bunch of my friends in a 10-minute walking distance. 15 for one of them. Maybe 20 if, I'm, if I don't want to race there. But it's amazing. Two of my really close friends, well, first of all, I live with my friend. And then I have another friend on my block. And I have another friend the block after that it's it's like a little sitcom I can look at my find my friends and I have my friends all in my neighborhood and that is such a fun fun way to live having access to people so immediately where it can just be like come over for 30 minutes I don't want to you know have dinner with me on like a really late notice that's really nice another question that she asked is do you think that planning for your future takes away from living in the moment I think anticipation can ruin the moment and too high of expectations can ruin the moment. I always find myself having the best time and enjoying myself the mo enjoying myself the most, excuse me, when I don't have any expectations for how it's going to go because when I let myself create, you know, how this trip is going to feel or how meeting this person's going to feel, I will build it up way higher than reality could ever meet and I will leave disappointed. Also, planning for the future, I think, is a good thing. It's a positive thing, if, at least if we're talking about our career and if we want to get married, if we want children, having a family, having goals and points that we want to accomplish that way we don't get too far behind and we are making strides to have the life we want. But on the micro level of I'm going 
on a road trip and it's gonna be the best five days of my whole life and I'm gonna do all these crazy things and I'm gonna come back a new person I think you're setting yourself up for a bit of failure and also you're thinking so much about what you want to happen that you're not even acknowledging what's actually happening in conclusion yes but I do think planning is a positive thing just don't let the future overtake the now god really had ass answers right now in this segment of the video Erin Connors asked do you ever see yourself moving back to Virginia full-time I'm gonna go ahead and say no but also never say never hey sig asked favorite restaurants in New York El Buco for Italian I really like Chavela's Mexican restaurant in Crown Heights how about we just give away those two? That sounds good to me. Asta underscore BG asks, what's your go-to drink? Lately, a martini. They've just been really nice and refreshing and not too sweet. I have such a sweet tooth, but it's fading away. I also love Bloody Marys. So, <laughs> people need to grow up and learn to like those. They're so good. Alex and Nest Asked, thoughts on long distance relationships in college. All right, a bit of a hot take. I don't think it's a positive thing. I think dating long distance is such a huge strain emotionally. And college is this really short, brief moment of your life that should be about you and either exploring, experimenting, or studying. And I get it. If you're in love, what, you know, are you really supposed to just like break up with your partner simply because? you're in college and if you see it through then why end it however if you really see it through forever is a long time so can't you just chill for four years you'll probably i don't know i i think it's a bad idea but do whatever you want obviously i can't stop you from doing anything hope fv oh wait did i answer something from her before potentially she asked two questions that i like how to let love into your life Honestly, give love and you'll feel love. Think about love, have it on your brain, make it a bit of a priority, start exuding it, just, you know, being generous, like doing all the love languages to people in your life, like physical touch, words of affirmation, offering services, or what is it, acts of services. Uh, and I promise you'll feel it because love is all around. And sometimes we're so focused on other areas of our life that we forget that love is a huge component of it so just focus on it embrace it and you will let love into your life she also asked how to deal with moments of low self-esteem it's hard man it's hard because even a single zit on your chin can ruin your day and we know that it's silly but it, it can and it's frustrating and i brought this up earlier but just we just have to get over ourselves and realize that there's it's such a waste of time especially with these i don't know temporary things like a zit i'm not gonna have that zit on my chin forever and also i have to remind myself when i think of people i find so attractive and com not even confident it it's really just the people that exude true trueness <laughs> true trueness okay let me think of a better way to say this but when you can tell that someone's just being themselves whatever that may be if they're being honest to themselves and that could mean being very friendly or it could be being kind of sharp or a little a little short or you know being quieter soft-spoken whatever is true for that person i always find myself being a lot more attracted to that 
than someone who's particularly beautiful uh, in a conventional way or in a, in a very obvious way. So I just try to remember that when I'm in public and I'm feeling a little insecure, my self-esteem is a little low. Also remind yourself that this passes. It all ebbs and flows and there's going to be a moment, probably not too far away from now, where you're going to feel quite confident. In the meantime, just keep treating yourself well and doing things that you, you want to do and how you envision your future self and try to please whoever that is for you. And I promise your self-esteem will also rise in that along the way. Sophia Stonebridge asked, how many times have you been in love? Twice. Pinkford Milford asked, how do I accept my body when it brings back so many painful memories? Oh, I do not feel qualified to answer this. I really don't, but my heart goes out to you. Fernandios, on a lighter note, Dot Diaz asked, ranch or mayonnaise? Ranch, but really only with pepperoni pizza. I don't really like ranch with much else. Ooh, Depronthi, Depronthi, as advice for someone who just moved across the country to New York for the first time, girl, get it, the city's alive again, go out there and enjoy yourself, try not to spend all of your money, it's really easy, especially in the summertime in New York, to just blow through money, it just, you burn it so quickly, but I promise, like, sometimes it's really worth it, like, there's so many fun things to do, like, make sure you're spending as much time out and about in the city as possible, meet people, there are so many new people that move to New York every single day, and they're looking for friends, so find yourself some people if you don't have any already, go to the parks, go see a show, go out dancing all night, go bar hopping, go to the restaurants, go find live music, lay on your ass a you know, Prospect Park, the first park I was thinking of is Washington Square Park, which has a different energy than Prospect Park, so I know I just said park twice, but it's a, it's a different experience. One's more, like, people watching. One, you can just camp out in, like, Tana or have, like, a full-blown picnic, which you technically can at Washington Square Park. It just feels a bit more short-term, whereas you can really you can spend all day at Prospect. But that's just my personal experience. All I'm saying is that that's exciting and live as much as you can. I feel like that was a happy note to end on. I wish that I had the rest of the Q&A from a month ago because I am in a different headspace now, even in the past just short 30 days. Interesting though how I randomly filmed it exactly a month later. I love you all so much if you've made it this far into the episode. Give this a nice rating if you like the show. Come back and listen. I will have an episode out next Monday. And I want to give a big thank you to Podcast One for signing me on to their podcast network. I feel very honored and excited to be working with you guys and be a part of this new chapter of the At Lexi podcast. I'm sending you all my love out to wherever you are in this world. I'll see you soon. XOXO, Lexi. Things have been difficult for many of us, but with Cerebral, high-quality mental health care is accessible and affordable. Cerebral provides therapy, counseling, coaching, and medication management all online, so you can get mental health care from the comfort of your own home. For listeners of this program, you can receive 65% off your first month at Cerebral.com wellness. Again, that's Cerebral.com wellness for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral's mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. 
hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America. In stock for immediate delivery with a low price guarantee. And get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.